Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks to MasterCard for sponsoring this episode. Head to mastercard.com backslash smallbiz to learn how they're amplifying and supporting black women entrepreneurs. And then um, I got the job and just like that. And, and it was, it was me not being scared to lean into mm-hmm. who I knew I was. Cause anybody yeah. else would have been like, okay, so you want me to go live on the air. In I'm not New ready. I'm City. not, I'm not yeah. ready. I need to prep. I no, 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 no. You always have to be ready. You always, and more than that, you always, always have to believe. Ready. And I believed mm-hmm. I could do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I can do this. Yeah, I'm scared. I should be, but I can do it. And I did. You're listening to Money Moves, powered by Greenwood, a finance podcast dedicated to dropping all the knowledge and gems from the world's leading celebrities, entrepreneurs, and experts in tech, business, and more. I'm your host, angel investor, technology enthusiast, and media personality, Tanya Sam. Each week, we talk with guests who are making significant strides in their fields and learn how they are making their money move. If you're someone who's looking to make your money move, you're in the right place. So open up your notes app and lock us in because this podcast will give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance you so rightly deserve. Before we start the episode, I'd like to remind you to check us out at gogreenwood.com and follow us on social media at Greenwood and me on all things social at It's Tanya Time to stay locked in to new episodes. Money Movers, please give a warm welcome to Jasmine Sanders. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Let's go back. I want to talk a little bit about your journey because you've come a long way. And I love seeing physical representations of your journey in the background. Folks, you can't see it. You might see some clips. We'll share some on the gram. But she's got a shoe wall behind her because I do feel like for most women, and there's a lot of men and women money movers, and men get it. Like if you've dated a woman, you know, men actually like shoes a lot now too. So it's either in the They do. It's like... These are our collectibles, right? And it says something about who we are and where we've got to. But I want you to sort of walk us through a little bit of your journey because you've come a long way. You know, your voice is recognizable across airwaves all over the place. But tell us how you um, 
how your journey from foster care to, you know, growing up and now becoming like a prominent media personality? Well, I will say, first of all, it was not easy. And I think that's what everybody, if you talk to anybody who has experienced any amount of success, life for them ain't been no crystal stair. And so I think, you know, coming from foster care and it's interesting, I did not realize the impact that it had on me because I didn't find out I was adopted until I was 12. Um, And so you can imagine with a 12 year old's way of thinking, I thought they have kidnapped me. Where are my real parents? Because, and so I have really strong opinions about being honest um, about, you know, those types of things, because Mm -hmm. in the absence of truth, you, someone will make up their own narrative and it could be a lie or it could be this grandiose, you know, story like I had that I'm a member of Sister Sledge. And they are mm-hmm. looking for me. Minnie oh, <laughs> Riverton is my do. mother. I'm certain of it. Because there was no truth. And I had no idea where my mother was. And so, you know, I went through a lot of hardships as, as a kid with, you know, identity issues. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't look like anybody in my family that raised me. I certainly and where did you grow up? That way. I grew up <laughs> in a small town called Ottawa, Tennessee, on a farm, a working farm, wow. I might add. Our I would girl. later find out, just to show you the the the, the great divide. Yeah. I would later find out that my biological family are New Yorkers. <laughs> no. What a difference! Yeah, they does that make sense, sense to you? It does, does because I was right always attitudinal. I always was quick with the mouth and slick, and I was always, you know, just <laughs> so aggressive and different than anyone in my family. And I had no idea where it came from. I always had a slick mouth, you know, and I, I. I, I don't know. I was just this, this, I wasn't a problem, but I was just difficult. And I yeah. know that came from, you know, they say, you know, some things cannot be passed down genetically. I beg to differ. Nature versus I nurture family, I was wrong. Like, Ooh, this is where that came from. This is where that slick mouth came from. And this is where that, you know, my, my mama used to say I was nosy. I called it inquisitive when I learned that word because <laughs> uh-huh. I wanted to get to the bottom of everything. So interestingly enough, it would make sense that I would later become a journalist because I wanted to get oh to the Oh my truth. goodness, look at that. But I, I I, went through a lot. I went through, you know, some difficult times. I, I attempted suicide. I, you know, came through sexual abuse as a child. Um, just a lot. And I, at one point, I realized that my life had to be mine and that if no one was going to protect me, no one was also going to come to save me. And so I realized if I want to live this life that I see in my head and I want to make it Mm -hmm. reality, everything that I wanted, I would have to say it out loud and go get it and allow my Mm. yes to always be stronger than everyone else's no. And so I literally marched to my own beat. I'll give you an example. When I, I went to college at Middle Tennessee State University, Um, I studied journalism, broadcast journalism. And when I graduated, I was part of that crew that everyone was like, oh, you majored in this, but you're going to have to take a job that's not in your your field Mm -hmm. because that's how life is. You know, you don't get the opportunity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to work in your field. And I said, "Mm -mm, not this one, baby. I'm a star. You don't know me. You don't know much about, and I would say that people who knew me as a kid, they were like, you would always say, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be a star. Cause I thought wow, I, was I love hearing, it's just, 
amazing. Oprah. It's true. And so what I did when I graduated, I graduated mm-hmm, on a mm-hmm. weekend, on a Saturday like most. That Monday, I made a list of all of the radio stations in Nashville. I chose the one that was the number one in the market. Yep. And I lied to the bursar's <sighs> office and said, I lost money in the cigarette machine. I need $3. That was really for my gas <laughs> because I didn't have a job. No and way. I that God, station. Please, I love these stories. Mm-hmm. I, rode to the, I drove to that station. It was 30 miles. I drove to that station every single day like it was my job. And I sat in that lobby. And after about a week and a half, someone came out and said, who are you? Everybody wants to know. What are you doing here? That's how I landed my first job. They gave me a job. Jasmine, thank you for telling me this because I feel like, you know, even for our younger, we have a lot of money movers who are in the younger age bracket and they're trying to figure out how they can get their big break. And sometimes their big break doesn't look like, oh my gosh, I got the fancy job interning for Jay-Z directly or whatever. It means I literally had to do whatever it took to sit in the lobby. And so many people started, you know, as interns, as like, I was doing the things that nobody wanted to do. And I just want you guys to hear it again from the horse's mouth. I'm telling you, let me tell you, it is literally like the NBA. You can think Mm -hmm. that you're going to make it and you think that someone, a scout is going to come and see you. They're not. You have to go out and claim the life that you want and you have to invest in yourself. Let me tell you what I did. I remember uh, when I was younger, I had these big ass teeth. (laughs) I mean, I was, (laughs) they used to call me Bucky Beaver. They used to call me Bugs Bunny. Like I had buck teeth and I begged my mama for braces. And she said, absolutely not. So when I was in college, I learned early to invest in myself. I went and got a little part-time job and I paid for my own braces because I knew they're wow. never going to have teeth on TV. They won't do it. And, I, and so I began to write down, what are the things that could work against me to prevent me this from so being Oprah Winfrey? Mm-hmm. What will mm-hmm. work against me to prevent me from being Barbara Walters? <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I began to look at those things and I realized, okay, I need to take care of my body. So I worked out all the time. I knew these brackets needed to be fixed. They needed to be pulled back mm-hmm. a little bit. Otherwise, no mm-hmm. one would listen to me because they'd be focused on my teeth. And I know it's such a small thing, but it really meant it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so those small things became the building blocks of my belief in myself that I have to put the work in. Nobody's going to come and give it to me. I got to go take what I want. And that's what I did. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey, 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Y'all, Jasmine told you she was going to be dropping jewels and gems, but there's so much in this. I mean, just, you know, the, the vision that you have to have to write down all the radio stations to be like, what are the things, both physical, mental, that might keep me from my dream. These are the things that, you know, after you finish scrolling Instagram for your mindless break, y'all, that you need to like (laughs) really sit down and I'm not judging anyone because I know it's just real life now, but these are the small things that you need to you. And, you know, in addition to your vision boards, in addition to your business plans, like I do think you touching on the part, especially, you know, in media and television, it's, it's a holistic approach of like what success looks like. Different approach. And when I tell you, you have to think about it in terms of longevity. I don't Mm -hmm. knock anybody's hustle on Instagram, but my question to you is what are you going to do after Instagram? Because we saw what happened with Facebook. It was up, then it was down. We saw what happened with Snapchat. So you could have had a million followers there. So who are you after that? Who are you after those 60 seconds? Because that's all you get. So it's like sound bites. Mm -hmm. So the question is, you may have whatever it takes to garner the attention of millions for 60 seconds, but do you have it to do it for 60 hours? Can you replicate it over and over and over again? And if you can't replicate it with the same success, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's not talent. That is a fluke. You have to be able to replicate. Michael Jordan didn't just have one good game. He had several games after. Steph Mm -hmm. Curry, not one good game, several games. So if you cannot replicate whatever it is that got you where you are, that's luck. And luck is not going to last, baby, because luck is luck does is, not is, have longevity. No, luck is not uh, uh, loyal to anyone. It ebbs and flows. It feels like this way, then that way. You got to have more than that. Well, you have had some longevity in this illustrious career that you have created for yourself. So now talk about the big breaks. You know, you got from someone at least took you out of the waiting room. But talk about yes. the, your big breaks along the way. Wow. So a lot of my big breaks, um, I'll tell you, and this is a true story. So when I first started, the program director, who will remain nameless, came in and he Ow. said, is there, any, is there anything you can do about your voice? It's so heavy. It, it's so deep. And so he wanted me to talk like this and, you know, oh, and you can see I can't even do it now because I'm so comfortable in my basement. Girl, I get this it a lot. I grew is. up hating my voice. <laughs> and I'm sure so, there's lots of things you could do, but what are oh, you yeah. supposed to do? Correct. And so I started talking that way and, and taking all of the bass out of my voice and I lost my voice and I had to go to uh, a doctor about it. And they were like, you're developing polyps. And I was like, what? And, and it was because I was trying to speak just from here all the time. And let me tell you something. The moment at that moment, I said, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm going to use my voice. It's going to have a lot of bass in it. It's going to be bassier at other times when I really get into it. 
And when I made that decision, my career took off. All of a sudden, I started getting phone calls when I'd be on the air of people saying, hey, I'm driving through your city and I'm listening to your voice and I love the sound of it. How would you like Uh to come work for me? That is when I realized being myself and being my being true to my authentic self yes, gets me the games yes. that I want. And so that was my first big break. My second big break um, was probably like major break. I had decided to move to New York. I quit mm-hmm. my job. I was doing really well and I wanted to meet my biological family. And wow. I felt so wait, how old are you at this point? I was in my thirties. I was in my early thirties. And I was like, I really want to, I really want to meet them. I I had done the work. I, I got very lucky when, um, living in Tennessee, it was a closed adoption state. And so I had been searching for 15 years to find my biological family. And I've been writing letters since I was young, since I was 16, I've been writing letters to the department of children's services and they kept denying me. We can't tell you, we can't tell you, we can't tell you. And then there was this wow. moment where the courts overturned the law. My letter mm-hmm. got in, mm-hmm. I was able to get all of my information. And then the next day they overturned, they, they overturned that law again. So to this day, Tennessee is a closed adoption state. So I was lucky. Wow. I found out my parents or my mother lived in New York. I so wait, let me get this straight. Journals. You had literally a 24 hour window where the laws changed. You were one of the, that's incredible. I mean, if that is not the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, just being, wow. Whatever it is, I thank them. <laughs> and Absolutely. so then I quit everything, stepped out on faith. And because there was a nudge that kept saying, you have to go, you have to go. And there were a lot of naysayers who said, this is not a good idea. You should not, you know, you've, you've become so successful. You got all of the things that you ever wanted, but I always knew nothing could stop my success. And I always knew, listen to my gut. I trust me more than I trust anybody. I left, I moved to New York. I ended up getting a job right away in music and records, not as a singer, because <laughs> I cannot sing. Uh, but one of the people that I met along my journey uh, was the head of, of, I think at that time it was either Def Jam, no, Virgin Records. And so wow. he remembered me and he was like, hey, come work for me. I was like, okay. So um, I worked there for about four, maybe five years. I was miserable. And it was because I was not doing what I was put here to do. And that was radio. And so a friend of mine said, you know, they're hiring at WBLS, which is like the number one station in the country. And mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, Ooh, like I haven't done radio in years. Can I, can I do this? And I was like, of course I can. I'm Joe Boy's daughter. I can do anything. And so on a <laughs> Friday I went, I dropped off my package that Monday, they called me in and they said, you know, we, we really like what we hear. We're going to give you a shot. And I was like, okay. And they put me on the air to audition live. I had not done radio in five years, but I just- Wow, that's in. a big break. Can you imagine? And then um, I got the job and just like that. And, and it, was, it was me not being scared to lean into mm-hmm. who I knew I was. Because anybody yeah. else would have been like, okay, so you want me to go live on the air in I'm not New ready. York I'm not, City. I'm not yeah. ready. I need to prep. I, no, 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 no. You always have to be ready. You always, and more than that, you always, always have to believe. Ready. And I believed mm-hmm. I could do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I can do this. Yeah, I'm scared. I should be, but I can do it. And I did. 
And I always say, you know, these are the things that I love, just those small quotes and stuff that float up to you. Like if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And that has really pushed me to like make us dream bigger. Like you went from a little, little tiny station. You went from Tennessee to like, okay, get on the radio in New York, just like that. And dominated the airways. And dominated. You seem to have this like from a very young age. And I mean, it's this je ne sais quoi. I don't know. We don't know what to call it. That just belief in yourself. Yeah. Where did that come from? And I mean, maybe it's just like, it was just God given. I don't know. I, I, I have been asked that question quite a bit. And I try to be as honest as I can about it. I I don't mm-hmm. know where it came from. I almost feel like I felt no one was fighting for me um, very mm-hmm. early, but I still mm-hmm. wanted to mm-hmm. win. Believe it or not, when I can I my earliest memory is being afraid all the time. I didn't want to be seen, I didn't want to be heard, so I wouldn't speak, I wouldn't talk to anybody. And I don't know, something clicked one day that I, I just, I changed. I decided that I wanted to matter. I wanted to be special. I wanted to be loved and I wanted to be adored. And I'm sure there are some deep seated connections there to having Mm -hmm. been given up and, and being going from family to family. Cause I went through, you know, four foster families and I'm sure somehow subconsciously Mm. there was a lack of value and worth that I was feeling. And so I wanted to be adored. I wanted to be, I wanted to be worthy. And I realized no one was going to give it to me. I realized that very early on. And so I began to be my own cheerleader and I would cheer for myself out loud. (laughs) I know most people thought, you know, it's crazy. Like this little girl, they used to call me red when I was growing up. They would say, you know, that little red is crazy (laughs) because I would cheer for myself (laughs) and, and I still do it now, but I do it with my inside voice because, you know, but I think that's important because sometimes people will still call you crazy. But you know, my thing is this, I believe in living unapologetically and living your life like you are crazy. I, I really do. And I think it is that that will get you through when you feel no one believes in you and everyone mm-hmm. is telling you no. And so if everyone is telling you no, you have to be the one that says yes and then put that work yes. behind it. Yes. You're right. That, well, otherwise, that what's I, the point of yeah. being here? What's the point of, of having all of the things that make you you if you're not going to exploit them to their greatest potential? You have, but mm-hmm. what is it Dion Cole says in his special? You only have so many summers. You only have so we many summers on so this planet. Summers. And you can't get them back. And so my question to anybody that I talk to is, what are you doing with your days? What are you doing? And are you leaning into whatever your strengths are and trying to develop uh, strength in your weaknesses mm-hmm. so that you can be a better person and, and go out and get whatever it is you want? I love that. And I love, I, I, I really fall deeper and deeper into talking about alignment for people. And I think your story talks about alignment and it's so interesting because it goes from nature versus nurture to like, is it our genetics? Is it all this, but the, the beautiful piece I will say that you did say, because oftentimes people think they can't change. And you said, you're like, I woke up one day and said like, 
I just have to be the change for myself. And that's the struggle that I think a lot of people go, well, you know, I just, I am who I am or, and we're not like we have choice every day, you know, to follow our dreams, follow things that align with us and change. So I love that because oftentimes people will be like, well, I just am who I am. And it just all came to me. Like it was easy. That's not true. <laughs> that, and, and they are lying That's to themselves and they are lying to us and I do yeah. not trust them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see it. I see it. I see it. I'm, yes. I'm smelling something. Of and I'm, course. Yeah, I'm and if, it, you I, it, if, you, if you break it down to something very basic as a stone can be a diamond, but it is not mm. a diamond and it does not truly shine until it has been through the fire. It has been beaten up. Oh, it has been hammered. It has <laughs> had pressure. And so, yes, mm-hmm. I think that all of us have some type of jewel in us. It's just that life will determine whether you shine or not and what your reaction yeah. to that pressure of life. It's all worth it. It's all mm-hmm. worth it. I wouldn't take as who, who said it, Maya, I wouldn't take none from my journey. I wouldn't. It was hard. And there were days that were harder than others, you know, but I will say this. I never wanted to give up after I made that decision. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to give up and and it's going to work for me, period. There is no, it might not. No, it will. It might not work out the way I want it to. It might not look the way right. I envisioned it, but it will oh, work goodness. out for mm-hmm. my good, for the good of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I firmly, firmly believe that. And I just, I see it all the time. And I just, you know, those small little things, I'm like, oof, this might be tough right now, but I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm exactly where, exactly where I'm supposed to be. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If we helped you make your money move, please share it with your community. Subscribe and leave us a review on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Greenwood and visit us at gogreenwood.com for more financial tips. And remember, Money Movers, if this were easy, everyone would do it. So take the lessons you've learned from this episode and apply it to your life. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Until next time. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.